We're in the middle of a sugya here, the sugya of Akiris Yadai Kakiris Chayfetz. But uh, I'm going to start at one specific prat, and then we'll go back into the general sugya. Let's learn the Taisus my time Yadelei Naich, the beginning of that Taisus. Zok Taisus. Nire liri kaloshen ache de goras yodoi de bosagufa grire boy akira gufoi loy boy akira. So the ri learns the other girsa. That because the yad is connected to the guf, so therefore you need an akira here. Gufoi loy boy akira. But the guf is not connected to anything. The guf is on the ground. Picks up the guf, so there's an akira. So therefore, loy boy akira. So I want to understand this Lushen. I think I was medaic this already, but I want to go drop di- deeper into this diok here. Why does the Ri in his Girsa say, Yodei de Basagufa Grire Boi Akira? Why does he say, Yodei de Basagufa Grire Loyaka? Since his Yad follows the Gulf, so he didn't do Akira. And Gulfoi Oka. He was Oikir's Gulf. That's basically what he's saying, but it says he says it in the other way around, which is, is not clear. What does mean? You still require akira. Why? Because you didn't do it yet. And then for the guf, you don't need any akira. Especially is bothering me the second half. What does that mean? What's the title of that? The gulf does not need an akira. Obviously not. If he picked up his gulf, so then that, that's the akira. The yad, which is connected to the gulf, boy akira. So there's no akira with the yad. Gufai loy boy akira. What's the reason? What's the reason why gufai loy boy akira? Because he was akira's gulf. So because he was akira's gulf, so loy boy akira, you don't need any additional akira. In other words, my question is, when Teisvi says the words loy boy akira, loy boy akira goes on the guf? Gufai loy boy akira. When it comes to the guf, you don't need any akira of the guf. Why not? Because you are akira guf. How does that make sense? That's how you speak? If you picked up your guf, you don't need akira. Why? Because you did it. You did akira. So it's a funny lotion. The only way to understand Teisvi, for sure in the second half, when Taisa says, akira, the words akira, doesn't go on the guf. Akira goes on the chayfetz. What Taisa is saying is, since you did akira with your guf, therefore the chayfetz doesn't need akira. And that's, that's the key of understanding what Taisa is saying here. And it's also in the first part of what the Ri is saying. So in that case, akira. You still, so the chayfetz doesn't, was not fully naka. You're lacking the akira and the chayfetz. Gufoi loibai akira. When it comes to the akira of the gulf, because you were akira the gulf, so therefore the chayfetz doesn't need any additional akira. That's the touch. Okay. Now this is very different than Rashi. Very different than Rashi. I'm not getting now into the fact that Rashi's Bechlal not guide us this whole thing of Yadi Basa Gufa Grira. Rashi's guide us Yadi Leinayach Gufa Nayach. But Rashi's Lashin is, Hilkach Kiyotziah Loyokamidi. Rashi just says, Loyokamidi wasn't Oikir anything, not Boyakira. 
or by the gufa naich Rashi says, have akira, that's an akira. If your gufa is naich, that's the akira. Right there. So Rashi's lashon is much simpler. If you oiki your gulf, that's your akira. By the yad, because the yad is in the avir, so there's no akira. So the difference between Rashi and Teisvis is not only in whether your goyr is yadai naich, gufa naich, or your goyr is yadai basa gufa grida. The difference between Rashi and Teisvis has also been a to the result regarding the akira and the chayfits. Rashi makes it very simple. Lo yakar, or there is an akira. Teisvis says, boy akira, lay boy akira. It's a different thing. I'll explain more soon. And there's another thing, the ri doesn't uh, negate completely Rashi's gear. So the ri says, Lamai, the goddess nami yodle naich mefarish ri, the hainu mishum de basa gufi gara. The pshat of yodle naich is also basa gufi gara. Same thing. Means the same thing. So it's not, uh, you can learn it into the gears of Rashi. Okay. So, to explain the difference between Rashi and Teisvis and the pshat of the answer of the Gemara, let me explain again the question of the Gemara, boy of Rav, and then after we understand the boy of Rav again, we'll come back again to the answer. So, the, the, the boy of Rav. I explained already part of this last time, but I want to talk about another detail that I did not speak about last time. When Rav has the Yibaya of whether Akira's Gufaik, Akira's Chayfitz, Mimakai, Maidami, Umechayev, Aydul Muloy. So, there are three Eifanim I could learn this Yibaya. But Chlalus, there are two Eifanim. Chlalus, you could learn that the Suffolk of Rav is a Suffolk B'Metzius. Not Mamash, but a Suffolk B'Metzius, but his, the, the basis of his question is really how to interpret the Metzius. Or, no. Rav has no suffolk about the Metzius, Bechlau. He's not asking, how do you look at this Metzius? He has a suffolk in Din. He has a suffolk like Abid Ha'aloch. What the Metzius is, is clear. His suffolk is in Din. That's Bechlau, this is the way I found him how to learn this Gemara. And I have a Shtuklaraya from the Lashon of the Gemara to the second Eifim. I'll explain both of these Eifana, but I just want to point out the Lashon of the Gemara. The Gemara says, Akira's Gufek, Akira's Chayvitz, Memkayme, Domi, Umechayev. Gemara adds the word, Umechayev. And then when Rabbi answers Rav, Rabbi says, Chayev. What's it, Mashma? If the Suffolk was about the actual Akira, is it an Akira? Is it not an Akira? So why is it saying Umechayev? The Suffolk is about the Metzius of the Akira. Do you have an Akira here or not? Elamai, that's not the Suffolk. The Suffolk is whether this Akira which we have, does it qualify to be Chayev? It's a Suffolk in Din. We know what Akira is. We have an Akira here to some degree. But the question is, do you have enough of Akira to be Chayev or not? Is that, that is, does that count to be Chayev? And, and Rabbi answers him, yeah, Chayev. Rabbi doesn't say, Omalei, have Akira. Rashi says, have Akira. Rabbi doesn't say, have Akira. Rabbi says, Chayev. Okay, so now let me explain this. Either you could say the Suffolk of the Gemara is a Suffolk B'Metzius. What's the Suffolk B'Metzius? The, the, the Malacha V'Itzah requires Nakira. That's the beginning of the Malacha. It starts with Akira. But the question is, what kind of Akira? What kind of Akira do you need? So either you could say that the, the Gemara Suffolk is about, not about 
what kind of akira you need, but the suffolk of the Gemara is about the metzias of what's happening here. When you have an akira of the chayfet that happened indirectly, you weren't oike the chayfet directly with your hands. You oike the chayfet through your gulf. Someone put the chayfet on your gulf. You were oike your gulf. And the chayfet came along. So what, what's now? The akira of the chayfet happened through your gulf. So, the Gemara wants to know, is this an Akira or not? Is this an Akira or not? Because you did Akira of your Guf. And in this Guf, I think you can learn in two Eifanim, and this is very important here. You can learn in two Eifanim, and here I'll show you the difference between Rashi and Taisus. Either you could say, the Pshat is, that the Gemara is asking, this is a Poshit, you have to have a direct Maisa Akira in the Etzim Chayfitz itself. Melechus it saw is that you did an akira in the Gufa Chayfetz. You can't have any indirect akira, no such a thing. You picked up the actual Chayfetz itself and took it out. That's Melechus saw. What's the suffix of the Gemara? In this case, when the akira happened through your Guf, what do we consider this to be? It looks like an indirect akira. You anchor your feet, and the Chayfetz came along. Or no, or maybe... Yes, when you're picking up your gulf, the chayfetz is on you, and you're picking up the chayfetz together, maybe that's considered to be a direct akira in the chayfetz itself. Maybe it is. And the marshal that Achreinim give for this is, if you have two things, two objects, one on top of the other, and you pick up the bottom object, and the top object comes along, are you going to say you did a direct akira in the bottom chayfetz, in the top chayfetz you did an indirect akira? No. It's one big akira. You have two chafetz. I mean, you picked up the bottom chafetz and the top chafetz came along. So it's, it's considered to be a direct akira in the chafetz gufa. Or maybe not. Maybe a gufa is different. A gufa is not stama chafetz. It's not me picking up a chafetz and there's two chafetz in. It's me walking. Walking, I'm doing a polar stam of walking. The chafetz is coming along. See, even in Timsalaymar, that the poola of me picking up my feet. Counts as an akira for the chayfetz. True, it's an akira for the chayfetz. But sof sof, it's not an akira in the guf of chayfetz. It's an akira in the guf, which brings along the chayfetz. That's one way not to learn the sofik. Again, the hanoche is, when I say the word hanoche, it's not a good, it's not a good word to use for melacha seitzah. Because then you think I'm talking about the hanoche. So what's the better word? No, the, the, Huh? Go to perspective. The, the, the word will be that you have to have an akira in the etzim chayfetz. The shail of the Gemara is when you pick up the chayfetz through your gulf, is it an, a direct akira in the chayfetz or not? So it's a Sothic B'Metzis. How do we interpret this Metzis? Or you could learn by Fanacha. Yet, Taka Sothic Legabi the Metzis. But the Nekud is Punkt You don't need a direct akira in the chayfetz. It's enough to have an akira through the guf. Even an indirect akira would be good enough. However, the Gemara has a suffix, the Gemara Shaila is, maybe even it's not considered to be an indirect akira. Not only is it not a direct akira, that's poshit. It's for sure not a direct akira in the chayfetz. But maybe it's not even an indirect akira. I'm walking. The chayfetz happens to be on me and the chayfetz comes out b'derech m'meyle. The chayfetz comes out b'derech m'meyle. It's not m'syachas to me b'chal. What happened to the chayfetz with Derech Mamele is not something that's Mesiachas to me. It's not a polo that I did. It just happened. 
So it's bechlal not an akira of the chayfets. Not only not directly, not even indirectly. It's garnished. I'm walking. Or no, maybe not. Maybe al kopanam indirect akira it is. It's an akira of the chayfets al yidei aguf. That's all one ayin. Or another ayin. Now the third ayin, which I said before, is really a suffikin din. Suffikin din. So let's take one of these ifanim here. We've got to be the Suffolk and Din. The Suffolk and Din would be that what the Mitzvah is is clear. From all these ifanim, what's, what, what, what makes the most sense of Pisechel? That there is an Akira here. There is an Akira of the Chayfitz. It's an indirect Akira. You're walking with your gof, so you can't call it a direct Akira of the Chayfitz, but it's an indirect Akira of the Chayfitz. If, you, if you're following what I'm saying, when a person is oike, the guf together with the chayfetz, you could interpret this in three ifanim. Either you could say, there's no akira in the chayfetz whatsoever, not directly, not indirectly. Or the other extreme, you could say that it's considered to be like a direct maisa akira in the guf of or in between. It's an akira of the chayfetz, but indirectly, through the guf. So if you learn like the middle ifan, so then you could say that hokuf is the gemara shayla. What the mitzvah is, we know. It's an indirect akir in the chayfetz. Alamai, the shayla is, does that qualify for akira? To be an akira from lachas Is that good enough of an akira? Maybe you need a direct akira in the etzim chayfetz. That's the shayla. Yes, it's akira as chayfetz. Poshet, how you read the words of the Gemara. Akira as chayfetz. Again, sorry. Akira as gufai. So the whole shail of the Gemara is about the Umechayev. When you read the words Akira's Gufa Kakira's Chayfitz, the Gemara is not asking, is it Kakira's Chayfitz? Akira's Gufa is Kakira's Chayfitz, but not directly though, indirectly. Kira's Gufa Kakira's Chayfitz, Mimekoy Maidomi, Umechayev, and that'll be enough to be Chayev, or maybe not. Right. And when you have an indirect akira, is that enough of reason to be chayev or not? There's an inter- another interesting diak, I mean, besides this diak of Umachayev, there's another interesting diak in the Gemara, which the Tzlach is Nadaik. The Gemara says, Eidil Meloi. Why does it say, Eidil Meloi? What's the. This, it's not if I would be Medaik, this you would laugh at me. But the Tzlach is Nadaik. Why does it say, Eidil Why doesn't the Gemara say, Eidil Why Eidil Meloi? I mean, Mustamat Tzadik, you can ask not only here, but regarding a lot of Yibayis in the Gemara. Sometimes the Gemara says the first side, and then it says, Oiloi, and sometimes the Gemara says, Oidilmaloi. So the Tzlach is Medayik. Why does the Gemara here say, Oidilmaloi? So, Lechayre, this Oidilmaloi is only Masim if you say that it's a Suffolk in the Metzius itself. If it's a Suffolk in Din, so then the Gemara is saying, we know what the Metzius is, we have no Suffolk about that. Are you chayiv for this or not? Are you chayiv or not? It should have just said, umachayiv oiloi. But if the Gemara has a suffix minigay to the whole Indian, how do you look at this home with So then the Gemara is saying, oidilme, maybe loi, maybe this whole thing that I just said, akira's gufai ka, akira's chayfits, maybe that whole, that whole thing is wrong. Not oidilme, not, not stam oiloi. Oidilme, the entire statement that I just said is all not true. Again, if you just read Oiloi, then the whole statement is true. The Shail is, Machayev Oiloi. Since this statement is the fact, 
Are you high or not? Or you read it, or maybe the entire line of Akira's Gufa Kakira's Chayvitz Mimikaymai, all of that is not true. That's the Oydilmaloi. Okay, that's the Tzlach Ziyak. I don't think this is how he answers this Ziyak, but I think that in these two Ifanim it fits in over here, this, whether it should say Dilma or not. Okay, so now when you come to the answer of the Gemara, when you come to the answer of the Gemara, so I think that here is the Chiluk between Rashi and Taisvis. So first I'll tell you the Nukodas HaChiluk, and then we'll see it in the words of Rashi and Taisvis itself. Chiluk between Rashi and Taisvis, when the Gemara says, Chayiv, that Fakira's Gufa, you are Chayiv, Rashi holds, Rizi Yechayiv Fakira's Gufa, what the Gemara is saying is, Yechayiv with Akira, even though it's an indirect Akira. That's what Rabbi is explaining. Rabbi is telling him, Anachanami, it's an indirect Akira, but yeah, Yechayiv for an indirect Akira. The Akira is happening in the Gulf. And the Gulf is piled Akira in the Chayifetz. And Yechayiv. Mashaiki by the Yad, there's no Akira at all. Nothing. There's not even an Akira of the Yad. By the Gulf, since there's an Akira in the Gulf, so the Akira in the Gulf is piled on the Chayifetz. By the Yad, there's nothing. Not even an Akira of the Yad. There is no Akira of That's Rashi. Mashaiki in Taisvis holds, that's not the answer to the Gemara. The answer of the Gemara is, you need an Akira in the Chayfetz. It's not enough to have an Akira through the Yad that's going to be piled in the Chayfetz, or through the Gulf that's going to be piled in the Chayfetz. You need an Akira in the Chayfetz. And therefore the problem is that by the Akira of the Gulf, you have an Akira of the Chayfetz. Leboy Akira, you don't need any other. That, that is the Akira of the Chayfetz. Mashenkin by the Akira of the Yad. So the Akira of the Yad is not an Akira of the Chayfetz. That's the difference between Rashi and the Rihar. So look in the Lashna Rashi. What does Rashi say? Yadu le nayech hilkoch ki hoitziyo le akamidi. Why is Rashi saying le akamidi? Not only is there no direct akira in the Chayfetz, that's Poshit. We know there's no direct akira in the Chayfetz. But Yishailu was that you should be chayif with the indirect akira. So the Gemara is answering, because Yodei Leinayich, you don't even have an indirect akira either. There's nothing. Yodei Leinayich. Leilaka in midi. Garnished. Mashenke by Gufei Nayich. So Rashi says, Gufei Nayich al-Gabe Karke v'havi akira. When Rashi says v'havi akira, what is Rashi going on? On the chayfits? No. Rashi is saying, Gufei Nayich al-Gabe Karke v'havi akira. The akira of the Guf is an akira. The Akira of the Gulf is an Akira, and therefore, even though the Akira of the Chayfetz is coming through the Gulf, that's good enough. Wait, 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 one second. We'll come to that soon. I have another shot in that also. We'll come, coming back to that. That's Rashi. Mashenkin, the Loshan of Diri. What is Diri saying? What Diri is saying is the Hanoche, again, the word Hanoche is wrong, okay, but the the, the Nakuda, according to the Ri, is that whatever is happening to the Gulf is happening to the Chayfetz. That's, uh, that, that's not the issue over here, according to the Ri. Whatever is happening, the Gemara is answering, whatever is happening to the Gulf is happening to the Chayfetz. LMI, the problem is that there's a difference between the Yad and the Gulf. What's Lashon of the Ri? So you still need an additional Akira. What's the he saying? What the he is saying is the emesis that uh, the, the Akira of the Gulf is considered to be an Akira of the Chayfetz. The only reason Yechayev is not because of the Akira of the Gulf. 
You have to have an akira of the chayfits. Ah, you only oiki your guf. When you oiki the guf with the chayfits on it, that's the akira of the chayfits. So whatever level of akira you have for the guf, that's the level of akira you have for the chayfits. The akira of the guf is like you did a direct akira in the chayfits. Elamai, so the Gemara is, but, but the Rebbe here is coming and being machalic and saying, when it comes to the Yad, you don't have a full Akira. Because Yad was a Guf you don't have a full Akira. So if you don't have a full Akira of the Yad, you don't have an Akira of the Chayfitz. When it comes to the Guf though, Guf boy Akira, because you have a full Akira of the Guf, automatically you have a full Akira of the Chayfitz. Whatever level of Akira there is for the Guf or the Yad, that's the level of Akira that you have for the Chayfetz. The point according to the Ri is, the Gemara is answering the MS, you do need a direct Akira in the Chayfetz. By the Guf, because you have a full Akira of the Guf, so you have a full Akira of the Chayfetz. Mashenkin by the Yad, because there's no full Akira of the Yad, there's no full Akira of the Chayfetz. So the Lushen, let me focus back on the second half here. Gufoy, loy boy akira. What is gufoy, loy boy akira? He's not just telling you that because there was an akira for your gulf, so you don't need an akira for the gulf. Of course not. If you oikir your gulf, so you don't need an akira of the gulf, you oikir it. You have to oikir it twice. Gufoy, loy boy akira. If your gulf has a full akira, you don't need an akira for the chayfetz. Because whatever akira there was for the gulf counts as a direct akira in the chayfetz. Mashenkin by the Yad, since the Akira of the Yad is not a full Akira, so it's not a full Akira for the Chayfetz. So this, I think this Lashon of Boy Akira, Loi Boy Akira is showing you this Nakuda here, that according to the Ri, you say this, you need a direct Akira in the Chayfetz. And the difference between the Yad and the Guf is, do you have a full Akira of the Yad and the Guf? If you do, so then it's an Akira for the Chayfetz. Loi Boy Akira, Thus is the Akira from the Chayfetz. That's the title of these words, Loi Boy Akira. You have an Akira of the Yad. So then you don't need an Akira for the Chayfetz. But you don't have an Akira for the Yad. So you need an Akira for the Chayfetz. If you have an Akira of the Gulf, so then you don't need an Akira for the Chayfetz. Oh, Gulf is, is a Chalik. This, this is what it is saying here. Okay, so it comes out now an interesting thing. There's a lot more coming out from this. But first one, Nekudah, very interesting, I think, that you can see over here. Rashi and Teisvis, Rashi Shitasa, and Benigay to the Mloch of from the beginning of the Masechta. Maybe. This is the Chedudi Baalma. If it, if it works, it works. If not, it not. I mean, this, you know. comes out like this. And according to Rashi, the maskana of the Gemara is you don't need a direct Akira in the Chayfetz. The maskana is that you have that Akira through the Guf. That's good enough. By the Yad, you don't even have that either. Mashenkin, according to Taisis, the maskana of the Gemara is you need a direct Akira in the Chayfetz. By the Guf, you have that. By the Yad, you don't have that. What's the Shayr Shemach Leikis? What's the Mohos of Melechus If Melechus is the Nifal that you mishana the Matzav of the Chayfetz, when you bring it out into a Nurishos, so then why should you have to have a direct Maise Haitzah in the Gufa Chayfetz? Why? What's the purpose? As long as you did an, a, a Pu'ula that brings the Shini in the Matzav of the Chayfetz, even though you didn't do that Pu'ula Mamish in the Gufa Chayfetz, but you did a polo with your gulf, which causes that akira in the chayfetz. And it's not causes, but that a gram balma. Don't, don't mistake that. It's not it's a grama. I do the akira of the gulf, and the akira of the gulf is mesiachas to the chayfetz. Ah, you weren't oiket the etzem chayfetz. You didn't pick up the etzem chayfetz itself. So what? 
When you pick up the guf with the chayfitz, the akira of the chayfitz is happening through your guf. And through this, you mishana the matzal of the chayfitz. So that, that's Malachal Sitzar, according to Rashi. That's Maskana the Gemara. Mashaik, and if you're going to learn that Malachal Sitzar is the maise that you're doing, the whole Indian of Malachal Sitzar is the maise of taking the chayfitz from here to there. That's Kufa, the Malachal is the pu'ula, the etzem pu'ula. Not the nifal of the chayfitz being changed in a new rishos. That's in Pula. So, so the Gemara is discussing this musik itself. Yes, the Malach of is the Etzim Pula. So does that Pula have to be mamish directly in the Etzim Chayfus or not? That was the Shiloh. And the Gemara's answer is it does. And because it does, there's a difference between the Yad and the Gulf. By the Gulf, whatever Akira you have with the Gulf is a direct Pula of Eitzah in the Etzim Chayfus. Ashenkin by the Yad, it's not. Okay, this is is the difference here between Rashi and Taisus and how to learn the Shaila and the Teretz of the Gemara. Now, let's go first with Rashi here to explain more about Prati is what's the Pshat in the scene of Yodel Leinayach and Gufenayach. Yodel Leinayach and Gufenayach. So what does this Taka mean? What does this Taka mean? So I mentioned last week that there's a Machlekes Rishonim how to learn Pshat and Rashi. But then, besides the Machlekes Rishayinim, there's the Alter Rebbe. The Alter Rebbe in Simashim Em Zayin seems to be saying Pshat and Rashi, and it's not like any of the Rishayinim. I mean, Stavad Alter Rebbe got it from other Rishayinim, I don't know, or maybe from Rashi Gufa. The Alter Rebbe has a third Pshat in this Indian. But first, let me summarize the two Pshat that we learned last week in the Rishayinim regarding Rashi. What's the Pshat of Yod Elenayach and Gufa Elenayach? According to the Rajbah, the pshat in the Rashi is that your yad, there's no such a thing as your yad being a metzias bachla. There's no such a metzias as the yad. The yad is just part of your guf. It's an aver from your guf. So you can't talk about the yad as a separate metzias bachla. So therefore, the yad, no, no matter what position you put your yad, it's loinayich. It's not here. It's not, your yad is, is already together with your guf and the other rishos. Like this akira, your yad is not here bachla. Yad is part of your guf. That's the Rajva. It sounds like Taisvis, but it's actually even more than Taisvis. Taisvis' Lashen is Yadi Basagufa Grira. Grira means there's a hand, there's a guf, but the Yad is Grira. It's it, it, it goes together with your hands. With your guf, that is. The guf goes to, the Yad goes together with the guf. That's the Lashen of Grira. According to Rashi, the way the Rajva puts it, the Yad is Bechlal, not a Metzius for itself. There's no such a thing as a Yad. The Yad is a Metzius of the Guf. So, like the, the Rashba says, it's, it's saying the same thing as Yad Yibas the Guf but even more than that. That's the Rashba's Pshat. The other Yishayinim learned, the Ran and um, the Rosh Lachayr also. No, that's not what Rashi's saying. What Rashi's saying is, that the Yad, the gifts of Rashi, Yod Elenayach, Guf Elenayach, is that the Yad is a Mirir. Your Yad is a Mirir. Because your Yad is a Mirir, so it's Elenayach. That's the Pshat. Pshutai. The words of the Gemara. Your, your Guf is standing on the ground, and your Yad is a Mirir, so it's Elenayach. Ay, how could you say such a thing? Your Yad is connected to your Guf, so wherever your Guf is Nayach, your Yad is Nayach. The Teretz is, you're right, it depends. When your Yad is in the same Rishus as your Guf, then I can't look as a yad as an independent thing. 
then the yad is nayach where the guf is nayach. When your yad is berushos acheres, so then over there the yad is going to be nayach. Over there the yad is in the avir. There the yad is in the avir. What's the hechrich? Uh, what's what's the nekud over here? To be mechalek between the yad and this this is lechayda one nekuda that everybody agrees to. Rashi, Taisvis, even though Taisvis learns Rashi not this way, understands Rashi not this way, but Lukula Alma, this is not what Rashi meant, and everybody agrees that there's a difference between the Yad that's in the same Rishos as the Gulf and the Yad that's in a different Rishos of the Gulf. When the Yad is in the same Rishos of the Gulf, then it's Nayak with the Gulf. When the Yad is in a different Rishos, so then over there you could say the Yad, the yad is not Nayak. Elamai, why when the Yad is in a different Rishos is the Yad not Nayak? Here's the machlekes between Rashi and Taisvis, according to the Ran's way of learning Rashi. Ran the Rosh. According to Taisvis, the Yad and the other Rishos is loy nayich because bas because it goes back to the Guf, so the Yad is not there. It's bas According to Rashi, the reason why Yad is why the Yad is in the Ave in another Rishos is fakert, not because of bas gufegrida. Pumt fakert, because the Yad in another Rishos is independent from the from the Guf. The Yad and another Rishos is like a Metzius for itself, and there it's in the Avir. This is the Ran's Pshat in Rashi. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to explain it right now. It's, it's Mamish Hofkim. Hofkim and Akotza Lakotza. Mamish. Okay, now the Nikudah is, according to all of these Pshatim, what is the Taich? of the touch of is that the, the hand which is in the avir is is not is not noch because something in the something that's floating around in the ear is not noch right so some, because your hand is in the avir it's not considered to be noch Elamai, the only shail is how do you how do you come to that conclusion that your yad is floating around in the avir is the yacht considered to be floating around in the Avir because it's independent from the Gulf? So here being in the Avir, it's, it's in the Avir, it's in the air. Or other Avir, because the yacht is connected to the Gulf, so in the Rishos of the Gulf, it's Monach. Being in a different Rishos is temporary. Hayyais the Mokima Kavua of the yacht is together with the Gulf when it's in a different Rishos, so that's the temporary place of the yacht. So there the yacht is in the Avir. That's tasteless. So now according to both of these pshatim, if someone goes and places something into this yad, which is stretched out into a different rishos, did he just place it down into a mokim munach or not? Is my hand considered to be a mokim munach? It's a stable, rested place or not? According to all these pshatim, no, it's Befeidish, not a rested place. If your yad is in the same rishos as you go so yes, in this guf, your guf is monach, and your yad is together with your guf. So your yad is monach together with your guf, as much as your guf is monach. So if someone went and placed something into your yad that's in the same rishus as your guf, just like if you placed it on your guf, the guf is a mokim monach, the yad is also a mokim monach. But if your yad is stretched out into a different rishus, there your yad is floating around in the air. Over there your yad is not monach. If someone places something into your yad over there, so then it's, he didn't put it down in a mokim monach b'chlal.
That's that's so no. So this go. Let's go back to the Mishnah when the Mishnah says that the Balabais puts the chayfits into the hands of the oni, and then the oni takes out his hand. Why is the oni potter? Why is the oni potter? Because when the oni took it out, he took it out from the avir. His hand was not a mokimunach, so he took out his hands from the avir. That's the pshat in the Gemara. According to Taisvis, according to Drishainim, according to Rashi. That's what it comes out. Mashenkin Alter Rebbe, Simishim Mzayin, Siv Zayin says a different shot. Alter Rebbe, Simishim Mzayin says, no, this is not, Alter Rebbe has a different thing altogether. Al-Tarebbe says, if your hand is stretched out into a different rishos, and someone comes and places something into your hand in that rishos, he just placed it down on a mokimunach. Your hand, even, even, not only when your hand is in the same rishos as you go, when your hand is in the same, same rishos as you go, it's poshut that your hand is a mokimunach, like you go. Al-Tarebbe says, even if your hand is stretched out into a different rishos, and someone went and placed something down into your hand, it's a mokimunach. Aye, so what's the pshat in the Gemara? The Gemara is saying, Your hand is in the Avir. What does the Gemara mean when it says, You know what the pshat in the Gemara is? Even though your hand, when a chayfetz comes from somewhere else and is placed into your hand, is considered to be that you just put it down on a mokim munach, but the person himself that has his hand stretched out, he's, he was moishet yad when he brings his hand back in, that hoishot, that maise that he just did of Hishata can't be called a maise akira. Because when your hand is stretched out, your hand is going to stay there forever. When your hand is stretched out, that's a temporary matzah that your hand is in. And when you, so therefore when you bring your hand back in, that's not called a maise akira. The hand. Forget about the chayfits now. The hand itself, the pa'ula of, of bringing back in a hand that was moishet into a different rishos is not a pa'ula of akira. Let me read you the Lashon Dal Tereveh. When you put something on a hand, again, even if your hand is stretched out into a different Rishos, If you put a Chayfetz onto this hand, that's called, you just placed it down on a Mokim Munach. But if you have a Chayfetz that... Was it together with the goof and one rishos? And I stretched out your hand to another rishos. Kiven she'ein hoishot tezuch hashuv v'kan anochel yad atzma. When your hand is stretched out into a different rishos, the hand, the hand is munach there. You can't. You're not standing with your hand like this forever. Your hand is not munach there. So when you bring your hand back in, you did not do a ma'isa kiri with your hands. Now the cloud by every ma'isa kiri is that it has to be munach. The hand is not munach. So the ma'isa ho'hoshot of pulling your hand back, that's, that's, not, that's not a ma'isa akira. Shereik, he pull your hand back. Okay, so let, one second, let me explain. So what the Alter Rebbe here is saying is that the difference, the difference between the case of the Mishnah, where the Mishnah speaks about when the Oni, for example, put it into the hands of the Balabais, 
or the case of the Gemara, when the person's hand is stretched out, the difference is not that in the Mishnah it's speaking about that the hand is in the same Rishus as the Guf. Mashenkin in the over here we're speaking about that the hand is in a different Rishus of the Guf. That's what it says in the Ran here. If you learn the Ran, I'm not talking about the, the Ran and the Rif. The Ran says very posh. The Mishnah was speaking about that the hand is in the same Rishus as the Guf. And we're speaking about when the hand is in a different Rishus than the Guf. Al-Tarebbe says a different part. Al-Tarebbe says nothing to do with that. Even when your hand is also stretched out into a different Rishos, still, when you place a Chayfetz onto this spot, it's a Makam Munach. Your hand is considered to be a Makam Munach. This whole concept that your hand stretched out because it's in the ear, it's like floating around in mid-air. So if I put a Chayfetz on my hand, it's a floating area. That, that surface of the hand is like floating. No, it's not. The air is floating. Your hand is not. Your hand is munach. If I put the chayfetz down on my hand, even though my hand is held up in mid-air, the hand is a stable surface for a chayfetz. That's not the issue. LMI, what's with the hand itself? The hand itself is not munach. The ha- in other words, the hand itself, you emotionate your hand. When you bring back your hand, the hand itself is ba'avir. That hushot of your hand, it's not staying there forever. You're going to bring your hand back to the gulf. So the maisa of bringing the hushot of your hand back, that's not a maisa akira. So the chayfetz placed in your hand is monach. But the maisa hushot of bringing your hand back is not considered to be an maisa akira. That's all to that It's a nubshat. Tissues. Huh? I got an option. Okay. Okay, so now, like I said, as far as, I mean, it could be, you can, you can learn down Alter Rebbe's Pshat into the Rishayim also. I'm not saying not Chvesnish. Mitzorichi and more. But I think if you look into the Lashon of Rashi right over here, you see Mamash what the Rebbe is saying, the Lashon of Rashi. And I discussed this question last time, and now we'll learn an Upshat, according to the Alter Rebbe. Rashi's Lashon is, So first, the first part of Rashi. Look at now the Diak of the Rashi's Lashon. What's Rashi saying? Rashi does not say that there's no Akira at all over here. Rashi says, Ki There's no akira for the hoitzah. Why does Rashi add those two words, ki Because when the balabai is placed it into the hands of the oni, so the balabai is just placed on this chayfetz onto a mokim munach. The oni's hand, which is stretched into the shusa yachid, is a mokim munach. And then when the oni brings out his hand, he just took a chayfetz from a mokim munach in the shusa yachid and put it into the shusa rabbim. So, there's an Akira and a Hanoche here. As far as the matzah of the Chayfetz itself is concerned, the Chayfetz was placed out on a Mokka Munach. But what's the problem? Ki His Maisa saw that he did though. His Maisa of pulling back the Yad, the Hishot Yad, because his Yad is, is stretched out into another Rishos, bringing your Yad back, that's not a pull of Akira. That's the problem. The Hishot is not called an Akira. That's why Rashi says, Ki And then Rashi adds, Even if you'll argue and say, that if you want to look at the Etzim Chayfetz itself, so Lechayre, the Chayfetz was on your hands, which is a Mokim Munach in the Rishos HaYachid, and you brought it out into the Rishos HaRabim, and you were a Maniachit into the Rishos HaRabim, 
So there was an Akira and a Hanoche, if you want to look at the Chayfitz, but if you want to look at the Maisa of the person, Ki the Malacha of there's no, there's no, there's no Akira of Hanoche here. It's not enough, Mitzah, the Etzim Chayfitz, that the Mitzis, there's an Akira and Hanoche. Even according to Rashi, this is not, the, even according to Rashi that holds that the Ikar of Malacha Saitzah is the Nifal that you're being Poyla Shini in the Matzah of the Chayfitz, doesn't matter, but you have to do a Malacha here. If you're missing the Akira, it's not your pole, there's no Akira here. That's what Rashi's saying here. So, Akoponim, according to the Alter Rebbe's Pshat, when the Gemara says, even though it sounds like that what we're saying according to Rashi is, it's a mirror, it's floating around. You go for stable. That's not the Pshat according to Rashi. Rashi's bavarin, beferish nisht. Yad is just as stable as you go as far as the place, the surface, just a stable. Being Moshe, bringing your yad back, it's not a pool of Akira. Okay, Hashem can according to Teisviz. Here it comes out, you see Mamish, according to Teisviz, it comes out, Pungt When Teisviz says, Yodde Bosa Gufa Greide, what's the problem with Yodde Bosa Gufa Greide? Because Yodhi Bosagufa Greta, so your Yad does not belong here. Your Yad belongs to be together with the Gulf. So when your Yad is in this Nurishos, it's there temporarily. It's not there by from Kavua. So your Yad, the Mokim Hahanocha of your Yad, the actual Mokim Hahanocha of the Yad, is not a Mokim Hahanocha. It's not a stable, rested Mokim Noch. Adarab, according to Tesis, that's Taka the Pshat. According to Tesis, when your yad is stretched out into another issue, what's the issue? The issue is not that you're lacking a maise. The issue is basagufagrida. If basagufagrida, so your yad and the other issues is temporary there. So if I place something down on a temporary location, it's, it's not a mokimunach, bachla. It's not a mokimunach. Not like the Alter Rebbe. So complies according to Tesis' Pshat, the words could be If you're going to be greatest in the Gemara, what would be the Pshat according to the Ri? That the surface of your hand is like floating around. It's not a stable place. Because since your yad is connected to the Guf, the permanent place of your yad is where the Guf is. The yad and the other issues is temporary. So if it's there temporary, so it's not a Mokimunach. It's, it's not a stable place. It's, a, it's only there temporarily. So if it's placed into a temporary Mokim, is a temporary thing. It's garnished. Very interesting thing. So, Yeshleima, this goof is the Kavana when he adds and says that if you're going to say the Girsa of Rashi, Yodde Leinayech, it also means the same thing because of Yodde Basagufa Grida. What is he saying? What's the he saying over here? If you stand going to say the words Yodde Leinayech without the Svar of Yodde Basagufa Grida, so did he learn there's no Pshata Yodde Leinayech? What does Yodde Leinayech mean? If you, again, if you're not focusing on the Maisa Kid, if you don't use the Vart of the Alter Rebbe, if you want to touch the Gemara Kipshut, your hands and midair is like floating around. It's not a Mokim Noch. So what he says is, why? Why not? Just like if I place something on a goof, it's a stable place. Now that my hand is here, my hand is in one place. Stable, one place. If I put something down on it, the Chayfitz in my hand is stable. Why not? Zakteri, the only way to understand what Yadelaynaich means is if you gaitis, if 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 you say not gaitis, but if you say the the word of Yadivasagufagrida. Then you can touch Yadelaynaich Kapshutai. That the Yad in another Yeshus is not in a matzah that's noch. 
Mashenke Rashi that was not greatest Yodi Basagufi Greta. So Rashi comes up with a new Chiddush. That's why Rashi had to explain that Be'emes, the Gemara was never trying to be Mechalik between the actual Mokkaim of the Yad versus the Guf. The Mokkaim of the Yad versus the Guf, they're both a Mokkaim Nach. The only thing we're being Mechalik is in the Pola Samaloche, Ki Hoitziah, in the Maisa Samaloche. That by the Maisa Samaloche of the Yad, because it was a Hishote, so therefore it's the, the Yad, there's no Maisa of of an Akira and by the Gulf because it's Monarch, so therefore there is a Maisa Akira. Okay, I have to think. I don't know. I don't get your question. Okay. The, the Sikkim of this, just to, to, I'm going to the next uh, Taisvis. Sorry, to late. Um, just, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish off with one akud over here and then I'll finish off with a question on the next Taisvis. It comes out, if you want to think about this in a little bit of a different way, that really the holy boy of Rav was based on a certain stira that Rav saw in the Mishnah. What was the stira Rav saw in the Mishnah? On one hand it says, if you place it into the hands of the Balabayas, the Ani does the full malach. He places it into the hands of the Balabayas or he takes it out of the hands of the Balabayas, is chayiv. What does that prove? That the Yad is a mokim noch. On the other hand, you're telling me that if the Ani sticks in his hand empty and the Balabais places it into his hands and he takes his hand out, he's potter. Why is he potter? So apparently, you, you, it seems like the reason is because the Yad is not a mokim noch. After the Balabais placed it into his hands, the Yad is not a mokim noch. And that's why he's potter. So there's a stira here. By the Balabais, when, you do, when the Oni places it into the hands of the Balabais, he does the full malach, uh, the Yad is a mokim noch. When the Oni stretches his hand back out after the Balabais places it into it, it's not a mokim noch. What's going on? How did Rav answer that stira? Rav answered that stira, really, the Yad is a mokim noch, like you see by the Balabais. Elamai, when someone else places it into your hand, you didn't do the Pu'ula Sa'akira. So you're just bringing your hand back out and the chayfetz is found in your hand so it's indirect, you didn't do the pull sakira. that was Rav's answer so Rav said, ah, if so if by a yad you say that because someone else put it into my hand, even though my hand is a mokin noch, but nevertheless when I bring it out on potter because I didn't do the pull sakira directly say say the same thing by a guf say the same thing by the guf huh? Even in the same rishos, correct? There's no reason. There's no, no reason to be mechalik. There's no reason to be mechalik. If the word is that whenever the pola samalach is happening indirectly, you potter. If that's the nukude, it's the same thing by a guf. Even in the same rishos, came Rabbi and answered, "No, yodele nayich What's Rabbi explaining him? So according to Rashi, what Rabbi is answering is by the yad which you were moshit. Nothing to do with the fact that it's in another Rishos. Happens to be Moshit is only when it's in another Rishos. In the same Rishos, it's not Shaykh such a thing as Moshit. When you're in the same Rishos, so your hand is together with your guf. When you're Moshit, you hand it to another Rishos. Over there, there's taka no Pulas Akira. Not only is there no Pulas Akira in the Chayfetz directly, there's no Pulas Akira Bechla, Loyakan Nidi. Hashem came by the guf because the guf is on the carcass, so therefore there is a pulas akira. Rav thought to say the chiluk is whether there's, that, that there's an indirect pulas akira. So I can be medame the guf to the yad. 
So Rabbi answers him, no, there's a chiluk. By the hushate, there's no pulasa akira. That's, that's how, this is the Alter Rebbe's Mahalach. Mashenkin, the Rishonim, the Ran, and so on, they learn that what's, what's really at the, at the Rav's, uh, Rebbe's answer. Rebbe's saying, it depends if your Yad is in the same Rishos as you go, or the Yad is in another Rishos of you go. The whole Yisoyed of Rav was, the Yad is still in the Mishnah. So what, what Rebbe is basically saying to him is, if your Yad is in the same Rishos as you go, so then go for Nayach. Your Yad is also Nayach. But if your Yad is in the Rishos Acheres, then your Yad is treated as an independent being. And then over there, the Yad is not Nayach. That's the answer according to the Ran. But Daimil is that Taisus. Taisus also says, Yadoi Basa Gufe Greater. Elamaya, according to Taisus, the Havon is Punktvakert. Because your Yad is connected to the Gulf, so your Yad and another Rishos is there temporarily. It doesn't belong there. It belongs to be together with your Gulf. So the whole, in a way, the entire Gemara revolves around this Tira in the Mishnah that Rav had one Teretz to it, and Rabbi is giving a different Teretz to it. And it comes out of it, if you think, if there's one, two, three, there's like four different tirutz in Mahara answer this tir in the Mishnah. Okay, tomorrow I guess we'll learn the taste is Hayatan Eichlin.